If you're caught up with episode four of Yasha Hime, then stay tuned because I'm going to speculate on what the Tree of Ages is up to. Hi guys, I'm Megan, and welcome to another hypothesis on Yasha Hime here on the Fangirl. And man, I really forgot that Inuyasha was such a bingeable series because so little seemed to happen between the episodes. Don't get me wrong, it's still a great watchable series, but between all the side quest episodes and just all the fighting scenes, there's not a lot of new information that comes out in every new episode. So I'm starting to wonder if Yasha Hime is going to be just as long as Inuyasha was. Anyways though, we've got a mystery to sort out. In my last video, I do want to clarify something that I said incorrectly, well besides all of the pronunciations, but I said that I thought the Tree of Ages had to be different than the Sacred Tree because they obviously have different names, but turns out they are actually one and the same and that's just some weird thing that they do on the show. Kind of like in Sailor Moon when it got dubbed to English and the Millennium Crystal had 4,000 different names in the original dub to where you had no idea what they were talking about ever. But as of this moment in the show, the three half-demon princesses have bartered their way back in time to the feudal era and the Tree of Ages wants them to slay, I'm gonna say this so wrong, Kirin Maru. Sorry, not sorry. Like I've said, I've always watched the show dubbed before, so uh, all these Japanese names just kind of get muddled up. Just expect me to say every name badly and then we'll get along great. But apparently, Kirin Maru was in this kind of yin-yang relationship with Shishomaru's father. And when Shishomaru refused to step up and replace his father, it caused this great scuffle and now Kirin Maru is trying to put the world into chaos and return it to nothingness. I guess that means that Shishomaru is supposed to be the light side of everything, which would actually make sense because he was given the Tensega, which brings people back from the dead, whereas Shishomaru actually wanted the Tetsaiga that Inuyasha had, and that could slay a hundred demons with one swipe. But whoever is whatever, because Shishomaru won't take his father's place and Kirinmaru is up to no good, the Tree of Ages wants both of them killed at the same time. Also, the Tree of Ages seems to be holding on to Kikio's likeness as some sort of grudge against Kikyo for pinning Inuyasha to the tree all those years ago. Maybe grudge is too strong of a word, but I definitely picked up on this sense of animosity from the tree. You know, there's just some bitterness there about Kikyo and her sealing arrow, which still has left a scar in the tree. And episode four ends with the audience being very clearly shown Rin trapped inside the Tree of Ages in a sleeping state. And Shishomaru seems to have orchestrated that. I I mean, things are still pretty unclear at this point, but the tree seems to be asking Shishomaru if he's sure he wants to forsake Rin, and he quietly walks away while the dream butterfly who keeps his daughter from ever sleeping again flaps around in the background. Now, it's plausible that Kagome is also trapped in the Tree of Ages, and she and Rin are being used as a collateral to force Inuyasha and Shishomaru to kill things for her, do the tree's bidding. But I'm not convinced that's the case just yet, especially when the Tree of Ages said that the power to travel across time will be necessary to defeat Kirinmaru. Honestly though, with seeing a glimpse of what looked like Moroku on the next time on segment of the show, I, uh, here's what I think I can piece together so far. Rin is not a fighter. She was a little kid when Naraku was alive and she was never trained or has any kind of spiritual power 
powers, so she's basically just a normal human. More than anything else, though, she is Shishomaru's humanity. So when trouble arose, whatever that trouble was, I think Shishomaru asked the Tree of Ages to freeze Ren in time and then took his baby twin daughters to hide them from the pending trouble. I don't have enough information yet to fully formulate what kind of trouble that might be. I mean, maybe the tree would only take one person and Shishomaru was going to be off doing other things, so he just wanted to keep his daughters as safe as he could. I mean, that village they're growing up in is not really a safe place at all. It's kind of like living in Townsville, where every villain comes to fight the Powerpuff Girls. Like, everybody knows where Kagome and Inuyasha lives, and they all want to go and fight them there. You know, when you're not part of that circle, and you're just sort of a bystander next to it, it it's not something you really want your kids involved with. So I can see it from that perspective. And surely, versus a village, no one was going to be looking for some half-deeming kids in the forest. So it is possible that Shishomaru took them and left them in the woods to keep them safe. And I still don't want to fully commit to Rin being the twin girl's mother because she is way too young. It's just kind of gross. And that still wouldn't account for the red streak that both of the girls had in their hair. Although I will digress that the show seems to want us to believe that Rin is their mother, especially since Kaede saw Shashomaru take off with the twins. Like if he had done it with another demon in another location, they would have never known that the twins existed, let alone see them pass by. I don't think he would have allowed for that. So at least for right now, the show seems to want us to believe that Rin is their mother. Whether that's true or not, though, we'll find out someday. Now, if we think back to episode one of Yashahime, where we see the old Inuyasha gang and they're getting drawn into this big battle with Roothead, it really kind of proves to us that no matter what's happening, they're always going to be fighting. The gang is never going to know peace. There's always going to be another monster coming. There's just no plateau where things are just settled and easy. Where are Inuyasha and Kagome? My guess is still time traveling, really. Except in my last theory, I thought that Kagome was kind of ripped through time unexpectedly. Now though, I kind of think that Inuyasha and Kagome went time hopping of their own accord. It's possible Sango went with them too, and then Moroku was left behind to kind of watch the children. I don't know, maybe they took turns and like, this time Sango stays with the kids, this time Moroku stays with the kids. It, it could be a whole thing they worked out. I don't know. But if we look at it logically, yes, Moroku does have a good bit of spiritual powers, but nothing compared to Kagome's. And he's also not really this highly trained demon slayer or a very powerful half-demon like Inuyasha. And episode one showed us that Sango is just itching to kind of get out of the mommy role sometimes and kill some stuff, which as a mother of three, can't blame her one bit. But it does make Moroku the most likely candidate to stay behind. And then Shishomaru being Shishomaru just had the Tree of Ages freeze Rin and took his daughters away because, I don't know, maybe he sensed the pending doom coming. Maybe he just didn't want his girls growing up so close to the sacred tree knowing that the tree was kind of triggered and might go crazy at any given moment. You know, I get the impression that demons are very much about control and the Tree of Ages is something you don't really get to control and you can't really defeat it either, I'm guessing at least. So it's such an unknown wild card that I, I don't know that Shishomaru would trust his children near it. And then they just happened to be forced near it in a forest fire one day. And that was a whole different thing. Not what Papa wanted. Although it, this is a whole side rant here, but 
It makes me wonder, since the Bone Eater's Well was made out of wood from the Tree of Ages, did that mean that the Tree of Ages wanted Kagome to come over? And if so, was that because she wanted Inuyasha off her trunk? I keep referring to the tree as a she too, but really it should be a genderless thing. At least I don't think trees have genders, but I, I don't know. Uh, you guys will school me if I'm wrong. But back to Yashihime. What happened? Well, in a franchise that is this creative, literally the possibilities are endless. But I would wager that either Moroku lost his memories too because of that stupid butterfly, or he went looking for his wife, or maybe he didn't feel safe either and took his children and left. Now, I would assume that Moroku would take Moroha with him, but maybe she got lost somewhere along the way, maybe there was a reason, maybe he didn't remember her, we don't know yet. But even if Moroku took his kids and left that village, I mean, once his son got older, if he wanted to be a demon Slayer and dad didn't oppose it, yeah, he would go live with Kohaku in the village where he lived as a baby. It tracks, it makes sense. And a lot of things for this might be less mystery and more, we just haven't got there yet. We don't even have the full cast in the show yet, so there's still a lot more to come. And that means I don't want to go too crazy theorizing this early on in the series. Oh yeah, and Shippo is missing too, I always forget to mention him. Uh, but he was really at a point where he should have been growing up, so it would not be weird, in my opinion, if he, you know, left, got married, went to go do the demon thing. I don't see him staying with humans his entire life cycle. I mean, I could see it with Inuyasha as a half-demon, not so much with Shippo. But again, it's just really hard to say right now. However, I do feel confident that if Inuyasha is not searching for a lost-in-time Kagome, then he's time-jumping with her because he would not abandon her. And as I said before, the poster with Inuyasha staring at the Tree of Ages makes me think they got separated, and he's trying really hard to relocate his wife. I'm gonna leave it at that for now though, because we do have this huge story unfolding, and we just have a couple little puzzle pieces so far. It is impossible to decently theorize on a show while it's just gearing up. But we'll see what happens, who knows, I might check in every few episodes with some more thoughts. Um, only the Tree of Ages knows for sure. And I might be overthinking it, but that's literally my job. Although for this, I feel like I should say I might be mispronouncing it, but that's literally the best I can do. I took Japanese for years in college and I still, like, I have to so stop myself and think so hard about how to pronounce things. It never became second nature to me. But, that's probably horrible. But as of this moment in the show, the three half-demon princesses have bartered their way back to the feudal era. Error? More than anything else, though, she should... Now, I would assume that he would take Moroha with him. I can't... I feel like I can't say that right. Moroha. Except... It... No! Well, family members, we're almost done, but I want to invite you to hang out with me in some other places. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as my own personal self, and I have a Facebook page too, but I mostly just post photos over there. And sometimes people say, hey, McGann, I want to mail you something. How do I do that? Easy. Just click the About tab on my channel page, and my most current P.O. Box info will be right there. I also run another channel, The Family. It's really a hodgepodge channel where we might post anything. Oh yeah, and I also sell shirts and stickers and stuff with the family and the fangirl 
floral logos. If that is your cup of tea, I have a link in every description of every video. Finally, if you want to help out the Fangirl channel and make sure I'm putting out video essays for years to come, the best way you can help is by subscribing and watching more of my videos, whether they're new, old, whatever. Maybe even share one or two on social media, help spread the word. People who watch to the end of videos like you helps to tell the site, hey, this is a good video, we should recommend it to other people. So if you made it this far, leave me a comment of something like, hey, I made it to the end. Love ya. See ya next time, family members. Bye.